I am a faithful and enthusiastic supporter of the public library. I routinely have multiple books checked out, as well as another handful or two on hold. My wife, Hanji, and I check for updates on our hold lists and share the information in anticipation of the next library visit by one or both of us. I have two on hold. I have three on hold and one that was shipped today, so it might be in depending on when we go. I've maxed out my hold list, so we'll have to wait until we pick those up. Yeah, we're that bad. <laughs> but as habits go, we found it to be relatively harmless and a lot of fun. Sometimes, however, just as a particularly hungry person may order too much food at a restaurant with unrealistic estimations of consumption capacity, Sometimes I find I have not been able to read as many books as I had anticipated within the allotted 21-day checkout time. Thank goodness for the online renewals, right? If no one else has a book on hold, I am able to renew up to five times. And yet, even with this generous service provided, there are those times that with all the good intentions in the world and with complete confidence that I will definitely get around to reading this fascinating volume during this next upcoming renewal period, I have reached that point where upon clicking the renew button once again, I receive that dire message, renewal limit reached. Now, at the library level, it is fairly easy to face up to this circumstance. Time to return the book and try another, or try the same book at another time when I may actually find the time and attention to read its contents. It is a manageable problem, if it can even be called a problem. But I have to say, when I first read this month's theme, Renewing faith. This is the first phrase that popped into my head. Renewal limit reached. What do I do when it feels like the possibilities for renewing faith have been exhausted? When, having rebounded from disappointment and even despair, time and again, I reach that point where it feels there are no more opportunities for hope left. When it feels like the message from God or the universe or the world or my community or my personal life, when it feels like the message I am receiving, when I seek out one more chance to revive my vision of what could be, what should be, what can be, when the message I seem to be receiving is renewal limit reached. I just think of this time of the pandemic, the manic, sometimes heartbreaking roller coaster ride this has been for us. There was the initial recognition of this serious and for hundreds of thousands of people fatal health emergency and the pain it was leaving in its wake. Then there was the hope amid the worry and pain that this struggle would truly bring people together in compassion and concern for the common good. 
Then there was the realization that concern for the common good was not common enough. Or there was not a definition of the common good that was held in common. Or that concern for the common good was considered too radical to consider even in these uncommon times. There was the hope that experiencing the major disruption to address a threat to health and well-being This hope that we could now imagine actually attempting the kind of disruption that will be necessary to address a threat to the entire planet, climate change. Then came the realization that the moneyed interests that have been thwarting those attempts all along were still very much in control, raking in profits even as the pandemic raged and raking in more as they encouraged the rush toward getting back to normal because the old normal worked pretty well for them too. Healthcare workers, teachers, essential workers applauded joyously for a time and then forgotten at best as wave after wave of this virus crushed hopes for an expeditious end to the pandemic and frustration turned to denial, turned to anger at the very people holding it all, holding us all together as best they could. Wave after wave, waves of suffering followed by waves of hope, followed by waves of disappointment, followed by waves of renewal, followed by... I have experienced that which I may describe as renewal at many points during this time, but sometimes it feels like the renewal periods are shortening such that I need to return to the well of hope each day to renew, sometimes multiple times a day to renew. And there are those times when I reach that point where it feels there are no more opportunities for hope left, when it feels like the message from God or the universe or the world or my community or my personal life, when it feels like the message I am receiving, when I seek out one more chance to Revive my vision of what could be, what should be, what can be, when the message I seem to be receiving is renewal, limit, reached. And I wonder, what then? We held a celebration of life for Reverend Tom Norwood yesterday. Beloved in this congregation, beloved in this community, and many other communities. Many of you know Tom. He was a longtime member here, served as minister, became minister emeritus of this congregation, was a warm and insightful and powerful presence within the congregation and in the wider community. His life touched so many. He was loved by so many. And I wondered as I listened to the voices in that service, as I listened to his wife Nancy and sons Jeff and Tom, as I took in the many faces in the Zoom squares who had gathered to remember this man, this life, this presence, I wondered about the power of renewal to be found in grief. 
I wondered if we as a culture are so busy running toward the next goal, toward getting over it, getting beyond it, moving on, that we have lost the ability and the possibility for renewal to be found in collective, communal grieving. Stanley Kunitz writes, How shall the heart be reconciled to its feast of losses? In a rising wind, the manic dust of my friends, those who fell along the way, bitterly stings my face. We call our services celebrations of life. I always acknowledge that we come together to mourn a loss and to celebrate a life. The two go hand in hand. And in fact, mourning the loss of another person is an acknowledgement of the fact that I cared for them, that that person mattered in my life. Mourning is also celebrating the life of that person and expressing gratitude for the connection to my life. And celebrating that life is an acknowledgement that I will miss their presence in my life, that I mourn the loss. And what I am saying is that touching that part of ourselves, so many of us have experienced so much grief and are experiencing so much grief. And what I am saying is that touching that part of ourselves, speaking from that place, gathering for that purpose with others is a recognition of that deep connection that survives all circumstances and weathers all storms and persists through all challenges. There is deep sorrow. And there is also joy. We have somehow come closer to realizing the precious nature of this fragile, fleeting existence, terrible and tender, all at once. The poet says, yet I turn, I turn, exalting somewhat with my will intact to go wherever I need to go, and every stone on the road precious to me. You see, it has been said, I have little doubt that I have said, that suffering and sorrow bring us together. I'm not so sure that's true anymore. Suffering and sorrow can just as easily drive us apart. It seems to me that what brings us together is the willingness to grieve and the willingness to join together in grieving. In my darkest night, when the moon was covered, when I roamed through wreckage, a nimbus-clouded voice directed me, live in the layers, not on the litter. That's what poet Stanley Kunitz writes. Live in the layers, not on the litter. And I don't pretend to know what he meant by this. But it struck me that suffering and sorrow may be the litter of the wreckage. And to give voice to my grief, to share and listen to others, allows me to discover the layers. 
Live in the layers, not on the litter. May we live in the layers. May we find that inexhaustible source of renewal within ourselves, that place within that connects us to others and to all that is, that source which never returns the message, renewal limit reached, so that we too may say along with the poet, Though I lack the art to decipher it, no doubt the next chapter in my book of transformations is already written. I am not done with my changes.